We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Castor here. Tommy, Big 12 weekend. Iowa State takes care of business, so they move ahead and stay ahead of K-State. Uh, that's who visits the Wildcats. That's a 1 o'clock tip this weekend. And then you got a 3 o'clock tip, Kansas taking on Baylor. Uh, I love it when this happens because you don't have to channel surf, right? We can just kind of sit back if we can and, and watch both games. Yeah, it's going to be two big matchups, of course, for different reasons for uh, both of these teams. Kansas uh, now with a share of the Big 12 lead, and of course, we know that Baylor has a share of the Big 12 lead. It's the the uh, primary game in the Big 12 race this Saturday, the, the heavyweight matchup between these two teams. One of them will stay in first place, and the other one will drop out. And then, of course, for Kansas State, like we talked about yesterday with Tim Fitzgerald, it's just going to be a matter of whether or not the Wildcats can uh, get out of this funk um, to use the term that I think you used yesterday, they've hit a wall. And so what can they do to, to get out of that? And uh, this game against Iowa State at home, very important. Well, they can at least answer whether they've hit a wall because they get a home game now um, against a team yep. right there with them. I mean, it's a game. It's not a must-win game for Kansas State by any means, but it it's as must-win on you know February 18th as you're going to get. Kansas State has got to get the momentum heading back in their direction. And whether that momentum is gone or not, and by momentum here we're talking just like playing well and and you know being back in cohesion, or it's just been this tough part of a schedule where you have to go on the road a lot. That, that's probably what we're going to find out right on on Saturday at home. We're going to find out what they're made of, and we know that you know according to Fitz yesterday, they're they're tired. They're mentally tired. They're physically tired. It's a grind. And for a lot of these players uh, that are new in the program, they're new to the conference, they're they're not used to the grind of the Big 12, playing twice a week against a conference that is really deep and really talented from top to bottom. Uh, whether you're playing at home or on the road, it, it, this time of year, it's going to beat you up. And so uh, it's just a matter of whether or not they can, they've been able to sustain that and then try to find a way to come out the other side um, as – unscathed as possible is going to be important and that's going to be clearly the priority for Jerome Tang I think it has been um, I'm guessing throughout practice this week how to make sure that 
these guys are not only coming out of it. I mean, you're, you're two games back with five to go. So barring something crazy, it's going to be difficult for the Wildcats to even get a share of the Big 12 title at this point. So I'm not saying you take that out of the equation, but what I'm saying is that that's not the most important priority right now. It's making sure that these guys are primed and ready to go for the end of the regular season and into the postseason. Yeah, it, it is, you know, it's it, there's a lot of things, right? Is Keontae Johnson going to be able to reach that level of explosiveness we saw? I think that he is. You know, I think Jerome Tang, you mentioned this with Fitz, Jerome Tang's got some work to do, right? Like, how does he manage this? We're going to see, because this happens to everybody. And, you know, it's the first opportunity really for K-State to face some lengthy adversity. We saw Kansas face this earlier in the year, right? Remember when Kansas struggled through three or four or five straight games and, you know, they didn't necessarily lose all those games. But I think we'd all say they did not have momentum on their side at that point, right? Like, they were not playing well. And... They, they overcame it, and now I think most people would point to them as the favorite in the league. And so can Kansas State make that adjustment? You know, to win the Big 12, I don't think so. Uh, but I don't really care about that this year for K-State. I mean, it's been it was a nice storyline early that it seemed like it was within the realm of possibility, and it still is. But even more important than that, it's what what can they be doing at the end of the season in this first year, and can they win a couple of tournament games and – you know, all of those things. And and this could be an opportunity for a nice start to get to that point where you are playing your best basketball by the end of the year. And that's what everybody's goal is. We are seeing currently Kansas's, in my opinion, best collective basketball lately, um, which is not uncommon for Bell Self teams that in mid-February, they really start to peak and hit their stride. I think that's what we're seeing. I suspect, based on what history tells us, that over the next two weeks we're going to see Kansas begin to play its best defense of the season. And and they're in a really good position now. They get Baylor at home. Baylor's one of the teams that's with them at the top of the standings. They're four-point favorites out on the early line there. This is a game for Kansas that, you know, different sorts of expectations, I think, at this point than Kansas State. But if you want to win the Big 12, you got to win this game at home. It's pretty simple for them. Well, yeah, the loser of this game, I don't think, gets a share of the Big 12 title. Uh, And I I definitely don't think that whoever loses this game can win the Big 12 outright. You're running out of games to make that happen. Yeah. So I I think that it it becomes, and I don't want to say, like, they're not going to get a share of the Big 12, whichever team loses this game. But it's going to be more difficult to make that happen because then then you're a game back with only four to go. Um, So it makes it that much more difficult. But, yeah, I mean, this is... Uh, a heavyweight matchup. I love watching Bill Self take on Scott Drew. I've loved it for years. Um, and, and I would argue that Baylor has been, at least maybe over the last, what, five years, the most consistent opponent to take on the Jayhawks year in and year out. Um, of course, they won a national title a couple of years ago. Um, so that, you know, that is not uh, that far of a stretch to say. But I love watching these two teams match up. I love it when Baylor comes to Allen Fieldhouse uh, because I think it's become a little bit of a rivalry because of how good Baylor has been over the last several years. And so this will be just another installment of that quote unquote rivalry. Um, but yeah, I mean, there there is a lot at stake and Baylor. Let's not forget, they did not start off conference play very well at all, uh, but they have gotten hot. They've rattled off a bunch of wins and here they are with the share of the the Big 12 title um, right now in first place with with Kansas and Texas. 
it, it's it's I, I do think the loser could still share the Big Twelve. I, I do think that. Be a lot tougher. I don't think I don't think the loser will be able to win the Big Twelve outright. Um and, and look, we say that that that's predictive, right? It's obviously still mathematically possible and wouldn't surprise anybody if Kansas or Baylor loses this game, wins the rest of them, and wins the Big Twelve outright. And and by the way, both are totally capable of that. Like that that is not a you know, that's not some insane narrative. Like it, t- it could totally happen. And any team at the top of the Big 12 could win the rest of its games. They're all that good, right? The problem is everybody else is that good too. So the likelihood of it happening, I think, are still pretty low. Um, is it going to be, you know, Brian Haney has been predicting five losses for the champion. Can anybody keep it at four? If somebody does, I mean, they're going to be the champion. I don't know that I would. I don't know that I would guess that that will happen, right? I, I think if it's somebody more keeps it at four, r- regardless if it's oh, Texas, they're going to win Baylor, it Kansas. Well, not only that, that's remarkable based on the quality of this conference overall. And it wasn't that long ago. Like I think it was right after Christmas. Ken Palm had their projection out, and it, I think the winner. There were three teams that shared the Big Twelve title through Ken Palm's projections with seven losses. And so if the winner can can get out of here with four, that's incredible. Oh, it is. And it always it also begs that question. Um is is this, you know, grind of a regular season gonna hurt them in the tournament, which I think does happen sometimes to really good leagues. I, I don't know the answer to that one either. That's gonna be and I hate that, right? Because I don't like to I for for any conference, I don't think it's fair to have the entire body of work play itself out and then say, oh, they lost tournament games. See, they weren't really that good. It, I think it's valid. I, I mean, I think there is you know, some validity there, but I don't think it erases entire good seasons. I think more often than not, it tells us other leagues were better than we thought, right? And we've seen that with the Pac-12 time and time and time again, where the Pac-12 runs a bunch of teams through, and you're like, man, why weren't we paying attention to the Pac-12? They've got a West Coast problem. Um, but it, it, we'll see. I, I, I do think there are a lot of teams in this league equipped to win tournament games, for sure, right? Kansas absolutely is. Um, Kansas State is because they've got great guard play, right? Marquise Noel, you, you feel good about that. Baylor is because of who their coach is. If Texas Tech can get in, they certainly are. If TCU can get healthy, they certainly are, Right. Texas, we don't know as much about. They're talented, but Texas to me feels like one of those teams where you're you're gambling a little bit if you take them on a run in the tournament. Iowa State defensively, you know, could could survive bad play, you know, if they if they're cold or whatever. So I, I do think there are teams equipped to win games in the tournament, um, and I and I would be surprised. I, I guess my benchmark on it, if we're looking at something like that. I, I I would I guess I'd be disappointed if they don't have. Th- I'll say you know I'll, I'll I'll shoot high I'll be I'll be disappointed if they don't have three teams in the Sweet Sixteen and that may be asking too much, um, and obviously the way the bracket falls will have a lot to do with that, but I mean they better have at least two but I think I'd be disappointed if they don't have, at least have three. Well, and I think you can also look at at the little bit of the the lower half of the big 12 is teams that are, are pesky that are going to make the tournament that I certainly wouldn't want to run up against uh, like an Oklahoma state uh, or a TCU. If they're healthy, uh, TCU is a really, really good team. 
that has really struggled with injuries with Mike Miles and Eddie Lampkin. Sounds like Miles should be returning this weekend for TCU uh, right before their matchup with Kansas next week. Uh, but they're, they're still a ranked opponent and they have a losing record in the conference because they've been injured. But if they can get healthy for March Madness, also before Kansas beat Oklahoma State earlier earlier this week, the Cowboys had won five in a row in the Big 12 uh, and had gotten to a point to where they were seven and five at one point uh, before Kansas beat them earlier this week in Stillwater. So I wouldn't want to run up against Oklahoma State or even TCU in the second round of the tournament. So I, I think that knowing all of that, I don't think it's out of bounds at all to suggest that we should be seeing three or gosh, maybe even four teams potentially in the sweet 16 from the big 12. Oh yeah. Look, if you get four in you're that, that gets hard to, that gets hard to shoot for based on just how the brackets play out. Like, are you going to have the, like, is it possible to even get four in? Um, I don't know, but but I'm excited for it. But that's the beauty of this thing for the Big 12 for me is a lot of times at this point of the season, I'm like, all right, just bring on the postseason. And this goes back to conversations we've had about what the Big 12 has on its hands with its league. I, I'm not there this year because I'm loving every minute of the Big 12 race. And so for maybe the first time, you know, since I've been covering – these teams this closely, I, I I'm in no rush to get through to the tournament. I I want to like these these Big Twelve nights for me have been so much fun, and the Big Twelve is going to get better for at least a year. I wonder. I, I always wonder if there's a national appeal for that. Like if you could, you know, you're going to get both ESPN games this weekend or can't feature for Kansas Kansas State. But I, I think there is an appeal for that. I I think you could get national appeal if it was branded the right way. And you had everybody on board with it, especially now with the implementation of betting, right? And so many states going with betting. If you can brand it and own it, I I think there's national appeal in a Big 12 basketball league. It's happened before. Uh, and, well, it's and happening not, now, but I mean on right, a bigger but, level. But what I'm saying is that, like, what we have right now is with the Big East. For example, the Big East is basketball. It's a, it's a basketball league, right? And there are some national brands that they get a national window on Fox or FS1 uh, to play Big East basketball. Um, you know, and we're talking like Villanova and some of these other brands, Xavier and Georgetown and Creighton and like that. People tune into that. Uh, and I think that you could emulate that or try to replicate that with the Big 12. Uh, I, I have no issue with that. Yeah, it, it, um, I, I don't either, and and we'll see. It's going to be fun, and this weekend, just no rush. Let's just enjoy the weekend because the two best games the league has to offer feature Kansas and Kansas State, and it should be a really nice Saturday for college hoops. And a reminder, Wichita State is off this weekend. We'll come back. We'll have more Sports Daily when we return. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.